Hey, my name is Nino, and I'm going to be your host for today. Welcome to My Immigrant Story, where we interview first-generation Canadian tech professionals and entrepreneurs and learn more about how they discovered Canada as a country and set themselves up for career success. Happy listening! Hi, everyone. Today, I'm speaking with Pratik Bawa. Pratik is a partnerships manager with over 10 years of experience in various industries, including fintech, SaaS, and e-commerce. Currently, he's a partner consultant at FreshBooks, a company that builds accounting software for self-employed individuals and their teams. Additionally, Pratik is an ambassador at Arrive and at Immigrant Networks. Both are platforms for supporting newcomers with their settlement in Canada. So excited to have you here, Pratik. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much, Nino. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, of course. And I'd like to start with asking, which city and country are you originally from? All right. So I am originally from Delhi, which is the capital city of India. And uh, when did you move to Canada and which city and province did you settle down in? So I originally moved in 2019, just before the pandemic. Uh, And when it comes to settling down, I actually came first to Toronto, moved to Saskatoon, and now I'm in Calgary. So hopefully I call Calgary my home now. So it's three cities in three years. (laughs) That's a lot of moving. Yeah, indeed. So you actually touched upon this a little bit, but where else did you live along the way? Was it just those three cities and Delhi or was there anything else? Uh, So I have lived, you know, in different cities uh, in India, for sure. I have also lived in a few cities in Germany when I was doing my master's. But specifically for Canada, uh, it's Toronto, Saskatoon and Calgary. Yep. So you also lived in Germany? Yeah, I did when I was doing my master's degree. Interesting. So you've been to a bunch of countries before and cities before you actually settled down. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to, you know, uh, embark on that journey to, you know, have some Europe travel uh, in my belt. So yeah, I did travel some Europe when I was uh, studying. That's really interesting. So taking it back to the beginning, how did you discover Canada for the first time? And what was the main reason that motivated you to move here? That's a great question, Nino. And I still remember uh, that was the day when I was, you know, we were going for a movie with one of my best friends. And the movie was Black Panther. I still remember. And that night when we were watching the show, he told me that, hey, you know, Pratik, there is an immigration, you know, that is happening in Canada. I think we should, you know, probably consider that and see if we are eligible. And that's how the thought of, you know, uh, exploring about Canada happened. And then, you know, we just explored and it just happened to me. In terms of reason, you know, that it motivated me, there, there was like no such reason. You know, I was, you know, doing pretty well in India. I never thought of migrating to a new country, although I lived in Germany. I know German language. But, you know, I I thought, okay, you know, let's explore, you know, it seems to be an easy pathway. uh, And obviously, you know, it will be great for my family, myself, you know, exploring a new country and maybe having a better life. So no, you know, specific motivation as such, but just wanted to explore. And here I am. That's a great story. So could you provide a quick summary of the immigration pathway that you took and maybe elaborate a little bit more about like how that idea of coming to Canada even came to your friend and what options you guys started exploring together? Right. So I remember when, you know, uh, my friend was talking to me, he, you know, at that time, he had some of his friends who were in the U.S., 
and we all know that getting you know a green card and everything in the us is pretty difficult and time consuming and they were actually you know that time thinking to get a residency for canada and that's what sparked our interest and we started to explore okay based on our education qualification experience what is the most suitable and quick way to come to canada and then we ended up you know uh, saying okay i think the federal you know immigration for federal you know skilled immigrants is something which we would like to take based on the experience and everything and that's the path you know we chose and i think from start to finish it probably took me less than 12 months to land in canada so that was the federal skilled worker program correct that is right. Wow, that's very quick. Uh, 12 months to get everything done. Well, it makes sense a little bit more pre-pandemic. I think now things are a little bit slower. I know. <laughs> and uh, what was your first job once you arrived in Canada? You mentioned you landed in Toronto. And how did you find it? Yes. So, you know, you know, well before even landing in Canada, I was, you know, pretty much very proactive in searching for jobs. I was already working with few people and clients who were based out of North America. Uh, my first job was with a company called Global Payments. It's a Fortune 500 fintech company. And I found my first job, you know, really from LinkedIn networking. That's how I found it. Wow. And, uh, could you elaborate a little bit more about what were some of the steps that you took in terms of your LinkedIn networking? Did you reach out to people within your industry or any any strategy that you took in terms of like how you went about it over LinkedIn? Because I think that could be really helpful for many people. Absolutely. You know, I have been, you know, a solid advocate of LinkedIn and all the jobs that I have right now in Canada have been through LinkedIn. And really the strategy which I always use or used when I came to Canada was really figuring out, okay, what is the type of audience that I want to connect with, which is predominantly people from my industry, you know, few people from HR and a lot of folks who are actual hiring managers or people who are working in that role. And I would, you know, simply ask them for an informational interview, quick 15 minutes to check in to know more more about the company, their career progression. And really, you know, I was, you know, probably more focusing on a give mentality. So rather than asking them to, you know, refer me or, you know, can you help me? I was more about, hey, I'm new to the country. I love your profile. I saw some opportunities on LinkedIn, uh, your company, and I would love to know more about your career progression. You know, what are you, you know, people, uh, you know, what do you care about when you, you know, probably look at for new employees? And And that's pretty much what I was doing. And I still continue to do that, you know, when it comes to networking on LinkedIn. That's a fantastic strategy and I wish more people would employ it and so many have spoken about it on this podcast as well. So I really appreciate you kind of like uh, explaining it step by step and showing how it can be helpful. You bet. And uh, what would you say was the biggest challenge you faced as a professional starting to build their career in Canada? And what was the action that you took to overcome it? Well, there were definitely a lot of peaks and valleys, as we say. Uh, and, uh, you know, I did, you know, found some challenges. And I think the biggest challenge was getting, you know, that job, which is, you know, well aligned with, you know, my previous experience and a similar level, right? So I was working as a manager back in India. So I was obviously looking for that kind of role. The But the biggest challenge was not understanding 
what is not going right right i was giving so many interviews i was fortunate enough to give interviews in almost all the top technology companies but then after few rounds someone else was selected and the problem i was facing was why am i not getting selected what is the reason because you know not many people give you feedback so it was you know challenging to really understand what is not you know going correctly and how can i improve improvise but then i think uh, i i chose a very smart strategy and that was because i was doing a lot of networking i had couple of mentors and and the strategy which i you know took upon was okay so let me go you know and wear a recruiter or you know a uh, a hiring manager's shoe and see what are they looking for and how can pratik you know uh, you know probably differentiate from other applicants who are applying so what i used to do was as soon as i was done with my initial you know couple of rounds i would prepare a 90 day strategy right you know for the company or i would prepare based on the discussion that we had i saw this is the current challenge that you are you know trying to solve and this is how i can deliver and contribute so i think having that proactiveness already coming up with some presentations some solutions and you know powerpoints really you know made me different different from what others were doing and i think that really helped because people really liked my proactive approach and the way i was able to think during those interviews yeah that sounds like a great strategy and i've actually heard from a couple of other people on this podcast that they went up above and beyond in order to demonstrate their commitment and interest in the role and it kind of goes to show how putting in the extra leg work really pans out and helps and also shows how much more needs to be done in order to differentiate when there's such a large pool of candidates so good on you for thinking of that yeah thank you And uh, aside from that strategy that you came up with and the LinkedIn networking, uh could you name one or two of the most impactful decisions that you made that put you on the path of professional success in Canada? If it's just those aspects, you can elaborate them a little more, but if there's anything else that comes to mind, that'll be great to hear as well. I think definitely LinkedIn was one of the two most impactful decisions. uh because i think i have been leveraging linkedin a lot and really the essence of using linkedin is that you can't just use linkedin for one day and hope for results to come right you have to nurture your relationships right people will only refer you they care about you if you have good you know goodwill with them and if they trust you so i think nurturing uh, on linkedin was really important but also being adaptable so i remember when i was still looking for opportunities for a role which is well aligned when i was still in toronto i got this great opportunity even with a company called vendasta in saskatoon i have never heard about saskatoon i never knew what saskatoon is what i saw was it's minus 50 degree celsius it's pretty cold it's in the prairies but i decided okay this is the job which i want to do let's move so i think being adaptable flexible and really you know uh, honing my skills on networking on linkedin really you know help me to take those uh, steps in my canadian career journey that's a very big step and i think there's very very few people that would have made that kind of leap of faith and moved to a city they knew nothing about and in the cold uh to pursue a role so i definitely see how you differentiate yourself from yourself from many many candidates um out of curiosity how was that experience in saskatoon it was mind blowing 
Nino, there are so many people that I meet in Saskatoon uh, and who would ask me, why the hell did you migrate from Toronto to Saskatoon? But I simply loved everything. I think to start with, you know, I love my job. I really loved the small community vibe. You know, people were such so nice. They were welcoming. And overall, you know, I, I felt really good when I used to go to work every day, even in minus 50 degree, 40 degree, I used to, you know, dress up early and go to work. So I think overall, the vibe of the city, small city vibe, you know, people were nice, work was good that I wanted, like, it, it, it all, you know, worked really well. And, and the experience which I got from that particular opportunity uh, at work, it really helped me accelerate my, you know, career progression here in Canada. Wow, I can actually see Calgary being a good middle ground for you as a person that's uh, spent some time there. It's definitely got a little bit of a bigger city vibe, but it's much smaller than Toronto and it should be warmer than Saskatoon. So maybe a little bit of in between for everything. Yes, and I think that was my thought. Okay, I have, you know, figured out how Toronto is. I've lived in Saskatoon, but let's see if, you know, there is a city which is kind of in the middle still big enough to give you that you know a uh, big city vibe uh, well connected with you know my home country that's india uh, and obviously a little better in terms of weather from saskatoon so yeah hopefully this turns out to be the place for sure i hope so too so what is your biggest piece of advice for skilled professionals looking to move to canada now let's say in the upcoming year of 2023 yes so I think I, I definitely can talk about this, you know, on and on, but few, you know, biggest advices that, you know, I would want to give to any newcomers would be that be adaptable and flexible. You know, sometimes we come with a mind, you know, which is very rigid and we don't want to unlearn and learn new things. It is very, very crucial and critical that you come and integrate with the society. So if you want to, if you, it need, you need to, unlearn and learn new things the culture or anything i think being adaptable is number one don't lose your focus i see a lot of people come in you know, with great background experience and you know they start comparing themselves with other people who are you know getting six figures and they are you know employed at good companies and they lose focus and they just get into something but because they want to earn so don't lose your focus don't compare yourself with others and really trust the process and give yourself time, right? Everyone is already doing so much when they are migrating to their home countries to Toronto, right? So they have already taken the most difficult step. The next step is just to focus, trust yourself, trust your abilities. And really, you know, one thing or one quote which I live by every day is, you know, that good things take time. So I think these are a few, you know, uh, you know, snippets of advice that I would like to give to my immigrant families and friends. That is really, really good advice. And I especially like the points about not comparing because you are at a different stage of your journey and you just can't compare yourself to everyone all the time. And the second one is taking the time and letting things kind of happen. I think that's so important. I wish I Knew that, understood that a little bit better when I went through my process as well. So I think those are very crucial. Thank you for sharing them. Yep. And um, are you working on any personal or passion projects at the moment? For example, the ambassador and mentorship work that you do, if you'd like to touch upon that, now would be a good time. Yeah. So I think that's a work which I have been doing since last couple of years. You know, once, you know, when we were in pandemic, you know, COVID, 
but that's something which is like on the side. I do get a lot of emails, LinkedIn requests, newcomers, you know, looking to get advice on networking, resume building and stuff like that. So I think that's something which is like always ongoing for myself. But, you know, there is something which uh, recently I started with my colleagues at Workplace, which is, you know, we are doing one minute short videos for the next 30 days. And really the idea behind this is getting yourself comfortable, you know, uh, getting, you know, uh, in front of the camera. So I think this is something, you know, a little different and crazy, you know, getting myself out of the comfort zone, which I'm doing. But yeah, I think uh, the coaching, mentoring stuff that I do, you know, alongside is an you know ongoing project that I do. Yeah. And I've, I've been getting some of those requests as well. And I think it's such a valuable opportunity to give back and like at least share some of your experiences because I wish somebody did that for me when I was starting off. So I think that's really rewarding work. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for sharing all of this valuable information. As we wrap up, could you tell us one fun fact about yourself, like something you'd use during an icebreaker? If you don't have one, it's okay. But I always give some people an opportunity to share something if they like to. I, you know, when I talk about or think about icebreaker, you know, there are a couple of things which I normally try to, you know, break the ice with. One is photography. So I love photography, although I am not a professional photographer, but I am top 1% Google reviewer on Google local guides in Saskatoon. Now <laughs> I know I'm in Calgary and I have more than 16 million views on my pictures. So that's one. And the second is I love reading books, especially on investing, personal health, you know, and personal development. So I think these were, you know, these are a couple of things which, you know, I can definitely use any day photography and reading, you know, books. Well, if you have any page or website or Instagram account for your photography, definitely let me know. I'll include that as a part of the episode description so people can find you. And the Google reviews, definitely valuable. I trust those things like a Bible. Like I don't go anywhere in Toronto without reading the Google reviews. So you're doing God's work, really. <laughs> no, I think, you know, nowadays everyone goes to your, your phone before you make any decision. So I thought, okay, let, let's, you know, do that as well. I love that. Well, awesome. It was really great speaking with you, Pratik. Thank you so much, Nino. It was a pleasure to be on this show and I hope to speak with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into My Immigrant Story. We hope you're going to join us again soon.